Welcome, welcome. This is Jesse with Recovering Mentally, coming to you live from Nebraska. I'm here today to talk to you about being your most authentic self. I personally left corporate America. It was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my sobriety. And now I branched out onto my own with learning all these kinds of great tools to help coach and guide you through this. Because you know what? We are awesome and we are badasses when we are doing the things that we love that are not only good for our self, our career, our success, but for our mind, body, and soul. So let's get started. You guys, hello. This is Jesse coming from Nebraska with Recovering Mentally. Today, I have Emily Yatsko Sandusky. She is a four-time cancer survivor of acute lymphocytic leukemia. She spent her childhood in New Jersey, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Colorado. Emily graduated from Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois in 2003 with a Bachelor's of Science in Human Development and Psychological Services. After getting Getting her hips replaced in 2003, she decided to move to Colorado in 2004 to graduate school at the University of Colorado in Denver, where she earned her Master's of Arts in Special Education in 2006 and taught special education for four years. During that time, she wrote and published her book, Hope Triumphs All, a true inspirational life story about a young four-time cancer survivor. She retired herself from teaching at 34 years old and is currently following her passion of empowering people and the planet to flourish as a holistic health and wellness consultant with Arbonne International. Emily is a healthy and happy living in Denver metro area with her husband, Ryan, and four-year-old identical twin boys, Mason and Griffin, who are full of energy and love. And every time I call it, Emily, I can't tell them apart, but one of them always jumps on with me and says hi and like moves with me. He's fantastic. I love them. They're they so are definitely energy. full of energy. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. So, Thanks for inviting me. I'm honored to be here. Four times? Four, four times. times. Yes. It's totally nuts. I... Every time I think about it now, I'm just like, wow, that is crazy. Like the first half of my life was pretty much in and out of treatments, which is crazy. I was first diagnosed with leukemia when I was five, almost six, and then did two years of chemo and then relapsed again when I was 11, did two more years of chemo and then relapsed again when I was 17 and had to have a stem cell transplant, which went great. I, I was uh, like amazed and just a little snapshot into what I now realize was such an important mindset is when the doctor said, when I asked him how long am I gonna have to be in the hospital? And I'm like, well, what's the shortest amount of time you've ever had anybody in the hospital after a stem cell transplant? And he said three weeks. And I said, great, I'm gonna be out of here in three weeks. And in three weeks, to the day I left the hospital after my stem cell transplant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the power of the mind, right? Uh, on the physical body. And Absolutely. Then, um, and I did great with that. I was able to recover really well. And then I relapsed again when I was 19, my freshman year of college. 
which was such a shocker because I was at Northwestern, like you mentioned, and was loving life. Like my parents were like, you could try to pretend like you miss us a little bit. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I was just loving it. Everything about it, the new adventure, the new people, just, you know, exploring new parts of my, myself and my personality. And then I got hit really hard the spring of my freshman year and had to go home. But uh, again, my, my mindset, I was like, after the, that spring of my freshman year, I went back my sophomore year and continued to do my chemo for my sophomore and junior year while I was at Northwestern because I didn't want to let it take over. Like I didn't want to let cancer take over. And so I'm like, I'm going to keep being as normal as possible and fuel that, you know, positiveness with my mind. And I just realized now looking back, I didn't realize it at the time, but now the work that I've done on myself with my own mental health and physical health and everything, I just realized how important that was and what a big impact my parents' attitude around everything was. Because, you know, I'm sure behind closed doors, it was super scary for them. I can't even imagine now being a parent. I mean, it's just like, is I don't want to imagine, <laughs> but I like just to, to me, it was always like, we're going to do this. We're going to get through this. What do we have to do? What, are, you know, what's the, what's the action we need to take? And so that was always in me. And so it was just like, okay, we're going to get through this. It was never a matter of if, but a matter of how and when. And now I realize what a big impact that mental state and that positive mindset and everything, you know, was for me getting through and having that hope to get through, knowing that I was going to get through to take all the actions that I needed physically to, to make that happen. And, you know, like I said, in kind of our teaser, when my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer, she refused to let them tell her what stage it was. My sisters and I were more freaked out than my own mother who had the cancer was because she flat out said, as long as I stay a positive mindset, do what they're supposed to do, this is just going to be a blip on the radar. And what was interesting was, is that it started off with just a lump and we're going to do a lumpectomy and they got in there and they discovered it was in the lymph nodes. So me and my sisters got more scared. My mom's just like, no, they're going to remove those and do some radiation, some chemo. We'll be good. We'll be good. And she was right. Yeah. And, and I, she is not the only testimony. I worked with a guy that got stage three bone cancer and he we, we all freaked out and he stayed positive and firm in his mindset and firm in his faith. He's in remission now too. It's amazing what the mind can do, but also what good health in the physical can do for the mind. Exactly. And that's what I've been getting so excited about because I think before I had this kind of thought that it was just kind of like you were born that way. You know, you were born with, and we are born with certain things for sure, but we also can empower ourselves in so many ways to make changes to our physical health, to affect our mental health, and then also make changes to what we're doing to fuel our mental health that also affects our physical health. And so I just, this is my favorite thing to do is to have these conversations with people because I'm like, we got to share this with each other. We got to look out for each other. We got to help each other. 
because, you know, it's not something you're necessarily learning in school unless you, you know, are taking your own initiative to learn about it, but it's not something that's just taught in regular school. And so I'm like, we got to band together and help each other. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and lift each other up. So yeah, it's, it's amazing the connection and what we can actually do on a daily basis. Um, well, you had mentioned so many times when we've talked before, when we've had our little window of business talk and then moved on to fun talk. Um, <laughs> all the way from your skin, from your gut health to your mental health to your skin health. Like it all relates. Yes. It's all connected. The mind, body, skin, which like when you think about it, it's kind of like, well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I never really thought about it like that. And so like, just to give you a little example, I think this is an easy example to understand is when you get really nervous, some people, when they get really nervous, your, your skin gets red. So it's a, that mentalness of being nervous is affecting your skin. So your skin gets red. You might get butterflies in your stomach. You might get, your hands might get clammy. So that's how it's affecting you physically. So it's like, that's just one example of how it's all connected. And so when we do one thing to our body, it affects the other aspects of our body. Absolutely. And when in your career or was it after the fourth cancer diagnosis and going and recovering from it, when did you get to that point where you were like, I've got to feed my body this way to have this upstairs and I've got to feed the upstairs this way to have this downstairs? Yeah, honestly, it's really been kind of a, in the past, I would say 10 years. And I, before that, I wish I had known about all of this when I was going through my cancer treatments. I thought I was eating healthy. I, you know, I knew physical activity was good for me, but I didn't really understand all the power of how it was all connected. So yeah, about 10 years ago, it was actually when I was first introduced to Arbonne that I really started understanding the connection of, you know, what you're putting on your skin actually goes into your bloodstream and your vital organs. Like I had no idea that there were nasty toxins out there in, you know, parabens and phthalates and sulfates and things like that, that they are finding all this research out about how it really can wreak havoc with your mental health, your physical health, you know, what's happening with your hormones, even cancerous tumors. I had a friend that her mom was diagnosed with a cancer and the doctor told her this cancer can be caused from the personal care products you're using and the toxins in them. So I started to learn about that aspect of what I'm putting on my body can actually affect my physical health and my mental health. And then I started to learn about what I could do for my mental health as well. And so, so I started, well, with the, back to the skin, I started to use products that weren't going to be putting those chemicals into my body, which is a really easy thing that you can do to just switch over. But then I started to learn about what I could do mentally for myself as well. And so one of the biggest game changers that I learned about was a book called Miracle Morning. Have you heard of it? Yes. Yes, by Hal Elrod. Uh -huh. It's amazing. So if any of you have not read it, read it. It's a really simple book. Um, but he talks about the importance of setting up your day intentionally and doing things that are going to feed your mind and feed your day for what you want it to look like. And some of the aspects of that that you can 
that you can do that I've started implementing is one, meditating and or prayer. So I do a combination of both. That really quiets your mind and it allows your body to really relax. Our bodies are in this constant state of stress and overload and overwhelm. And so it actually has a physical effect on your body when you use, when you have time to quiet your mind. Like there's some great apps out there that are free. I, I like to use Insight Timer. There's a bunch of other ones for, for meditating. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is I am always reading a book that is helping with my mental state. So I love to read anything that helps me with what am I telling myself? Our minds are always telling ourselves something. We're always talking to ourselves. And so what can you do to be switching that dialogue internally to a, a dialogue that serves you, which is super important because I know when I'm telling myself things like, wow, you can do this. You're awesome. I love you, you know, you're worthy, you're deserving. It affects my mood. And when my mood is better, then I'm going to take actions in my life that are going to serve my body and serve my life and my purpose. And so I'm always reading a book. Right now I'm reading a book called May Cause Miracles. It's an awesome one by Gabrielle Bernstein. And she gives every day gives kind of step-by-step -step things that you can be doing to affect your mind health, which again, like I said, affects my physical health and how I'm taking actions and showing up every day. And then also just affirmations. That's another big one. So that's thinking about what you're wanting to do with your life and affirming, you know, that you can do it as if it's already happened. So, you know, if you have a, a desire to have a mountain house, um, you know, you can say, I own this beautiful mountain house. You know, you can just start saying it as if it's happening and then that mindset gets you excited and energized. And then vice versa with what you're putting in your body affecting your mind. So your gut health is so important. About 80% of your serotonin is in your gut, which I didn't know. I didn't either. Yeah. And so that affects mood, anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff. Also about 80% of your immune system is in your gut. And so doing things on a daily basis that can keep your gut health right is going to just give you this overall wellness. It's going to give you this overall wellness for, you know, mental clarity, anxiety, lessening anxiety, depression. It just can do that. And so one of the biggest things you can do, which sounds so simple, but is to really learn how to fuel your body with a nutrient dense diet that has good, well portions. And here's a tip just for life. If you really wanna be eating full hormonally balanced meals that are gonna really fuel your body and your mind, keep that gut health healthy, half your plate leafy greens and veggies. So I know I used to be like a quarter of my plate was my, my veggies, but no, you want like half, at least half of your plate leafy greens and veggies. And then a quarter of your plate is your, um, is your good, lean, healthy protein. It could be plant-based, it could be animal-based, but either way, you want to make sure it's not packed full of hormones and toxins and preservatives and things like that. So you want fresh, whole foods. And then an eighth of your plate is your healthy fat, and an eighth of your plate is your healthy carb. And so when I started to really learn those portions, that made a huge difference for me in my mental health and my mental clarity, getting rid of that foggy thinking, just overall energy, sleep, all of that. 
And so that is a huge thing that you can make, you know, make for yourself. And if you guys want help with that, let me know. I love to help people with how to make those shifts and recipes and all that kind of stuff. So make it simple. And then that is also when I learned about prebiotic and probiotics. I don't know why I must've been living under a rock or something. (laughs) You and me both. You and me both. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) I had no idea. And now that I, when I listen to different naturopathic doctors, you know, they'll all tell you that you want to have a good prebiotic and probiotic because our, the back healthy bacteria in our gut gets off. And so you want a good balance of that healthy bacteria in your gut. And so when you do a good prebiotic, probiotic, it will help with that, which helps with all that stuff we were talking about with the mental health and the physical health. I choose to use the one from Arbon, which is called Digestion Plus. I find it very effective and it is one of my no matter what every single day I use it because I know that it's just a simple thing I can do to keep me on track. And so it's great. And then Another thing I do that I call my easy button is um, I take, I do my mind health. I, there we have this amazing drink called mind health, which helps to with mental clarity, alertness. And then I mix it with another thing that we have called Fizzstick, which you know of. No, I'm drinking it right now. I'm drinking one right now too. <laughs> um, and our Fizzsticks are a great, nat- more natural energy. So they have B vitamins, B6, B12, guarana, green tea. So the combination of the Mind Health and the energy uh, and the Fizzstick are just a great way to get a more natural energy and mental clarity and alertness. And so, and then again, when I'm in that place where my mood feels better and my energy feels better, then I am more likely to take action to do the things that I want to do that are the things I'm passionate about and also exercising because exercise, of course, is another huge thing. And it doesn't have to be like you're an Olympic athlete, but just get <laughs> moving and it, those endorphins that exercise produces is huge. And so when you're doing, I used to, I was an athlete growing up. I was a big soccer player and tennis player. And I used to think, oh, well, as long as I exercise, I don't have to really worry about what I'm eating. Well, that is not the case, actually. So if you're, if you are someone that was thinking that, um, I had to learn, learn my lesson that really exercise is a huge component, of course, of your health, but it really is only about 10% of what your body looks like and feels like. Uh, The other 90% is what you're doing to your body and how you're um, fueling your body with foods that serve your body, that, you know, that don't cause inflammation in your body and adverse reactions in your body. And so really learning, that is one of my favorite things to do is help people learn how to eat foods that fuel them and do things on a daily basis that are sustainable for them to fit alongside their busy life so that they're getting that overall wellness. Yes. And, you know, it's interesting to me. I had a friend from junior high who got, him and his wife got really built, like bodybuilder built. And I was like, hook me up with your trainer. He wouldn't even hook me up with his trainer first. He was like, it's all about food. It's all about what you put in your mouth. And I was like, well, you're a big help. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, I have noticed it is true. Like, you and Rebecca Plotz, who y'all have heard speak, 
you guys have gotten me, I'm not going to lie, I've had a few energy drinks in the past couple of weeks, but in comparison to what I have had before, these fizz sticks give mental clarity with that energy. It's very natural. So I don't, I don't crash. I don't feel like my brain's racing a million miles a minute, which is really something that those of us with anxiety or ADHD, we really need to stay away from, not to mention what it does to your heart. I am sitting here drinking my fist stick, completely alert and mentally focused, which is not something I get from a Red Bull or a Monster. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. And that that's what's so cool is like that little shift, that just one little shift that wasn't hard that you make can make a huge difference on everything, you know, on yeah, how you're showing up and, and what like you said, what you're able to focus on and just having that energy. Plus you're not, you know, putting all those all that sugar into your body. So that's huge. And then you know, right now, I think with what we're dealing with, with this pandemic, you know, everyone's anxiety is a little bit higher. And so, you know, I think it's even more important than ever to be thinking about, you know, a mindfulness practice you can be doing, and then what you're doing to fuel your body to make sure that you're not putting extra stress on your body. And then what, you know, other things that you're doing to help with just that state of mind. And I know for me, some other things that I like to do are you know, take a bath, just relax. Yes. Or yes. Take a warm, yes. Or just like take a warm shower, just mm-hmm. having some time for yourself. Do your, do a nice like mini facial for yourself at home with a nice mask and, um, you know, a good skincare regimen so that you can just have, even if it's 10 minutes that you're just not thinking about something else and you can just enjoy taking care of yourself. And I know as women, especially sometimes we're like, I don't have time for that. Um, yeah. But it's but when you do that and you allow your mind to relax, you're gonna show up so much better for people than you would if you didn't. I like to think of it as like, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like right. you can't pour into somebody else from an empty cup. So you gotta fill up your own cup, and that's taking care of yourself, your mental health, your physical health, everything, so that you have the overflow to be able to give to everyone else. And then they're gonna be getting the best of you instead of the worst of you. Well, and I can tell you, and I'm telling the listeners this too, listen to your mamas and your papas. Because my mama used to tell me, when you turn 40, your skin starts to do this. Your neck starts to do this. She had a whole list. (laughs) Ironically, she told me when I was 39. So there was like, really? (laughs) It was like, should have been doing this starting at 30. (laughs) And now I'm about to be 41. And I feel a little bit behind the eight ball, but at the same time, what's interesting is what we know right now compared to almost 10, 11 years ago is not, wasn't readily available. Totally. So in her, in my mom's defense, yes, mom, I'm defending you. In my mom's defense, it wasn't there to say, you know, you should take a probiotic. Right. You should watch where you're getting your energy from. All of that. None of that was, it may have been studied, but it wasn't public information and in our face as much as it is now. Totally. And even just the awareness around how different foods can affect people differently. Like, 
like dairy, for example. I had no idea. I always grew up just thinking dairy was super healthy, but I didn't know that it could be an inflammatory food for a lot of people. And I realized when I, you know, took it out of my diet for a few weeks, I noticed a huge difference in my sinuses, in the inflammation in my stomach, things like that. So yeah, I think you're right. Part of it is it wasn't as, uh, you know, as available. But then I also think there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so helping people to just get the right information, the facts on what they can do and, and not some of the misleading information out there so that they really can understand what will work for them and help them as opposed to just, you know, a quick band-aid fix of something else. Well, and to talk to my listeners that are recovering from drug addiction and alcoholism, one of the best things that we can do, because those types of things are in your system for two to four weeks, is to literally drink, drink, drink water, as I say, drink, 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 and clean out that system. And I don't even know that I've said this in any of my other podcasts, but Emily was the first person I said this to, so it's perfect. These fizz sticks and flavored water and diet tonic water and things of that absolutely curve, curve my craving for an alcoholic beverage. And on top of that, they're benefiting me. They're keeping my system cleaned out. And they're offering me, like, the fistic isn't just for energy. It offers you some nutrients that you may be lacking. Totally. Yes. I just, I, fistic saved my sobriety and my, and my energy and my heart. And I can't, and it's a fistic. <laughs> the smallest little thing, yet it the is made. The powder you pour into water. <laughs> yeah, it has made the biggest difference in my life. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted you on here. It's not only because the products that you sell create that holistic health, but also because you have been through cancer four times and you have come out on the other end of it still with a positive mindset and being very healthy and continuing to teach health and wellness on a holistic level because you guys, I can tell you, I was diagnosed with a disorder years ago that was a chronic pain disorder. And I had a doctor overload me on pain pills. And later they discovered that he was abusing his DEA license. And I went, so something you viewers and everybody should know about me is that if you tick me off or if you challenge me, and you challenge my pride, I'm going to prove you wrong. And my mom said, because I was on all these medications, I was not, I was not Jesse. I would fade in and out of conversations. I would, I was just gone. And she said to me one night, she goes, I don't like the person you become. And I go, then get the hell out of my house because this is the way he has informed me. My life is going to be going forward. And I was 25. And right then that night, quit 13 medications, cold turkey. And after two weeks of crying and my tears literally smelling of medicine, I went to her doctor and her doctor said to me, okay, we're going to wean you off this, this way and wean you off this, this way. I was like, so I should start them again. He was like, excuse me? And his face. I wish I could show you all his face. It was, excuse me? And I said, yeah. And I was crying in his office. You guys, I could not, 
it was a physical reaction. It wasn't an emotional reaction. I had no control over it. And he goes, you're going through heavy, heavy drug withdrawals. I, I can't do anything for another three to four weeks. And so that's how long it takes to get out of your system. And I did, I, I kept going with it. And the next time I walked back into his office, his comment was, I didn't expect you to be alive. And then it was, and I didn't expect you to look this good because <laughs> I actually did my makeup, my hair, everything. I was Jesse again. And I will tell you, I started in order to clean my system out. Not only did we use water, we did probiotics. We did like everything natural. And he was a regular primary care physician that could have given me methadone to get me through it and said, no, we did everything naturally. It was amazing, but what I, the thing I remember to this day that I never realized was when you take medicine, how the fact that I could smell the medicine coming out of my face and my eyes was the weirdest thing, but it just goes to show it literally gets into everything. And totally. so we have to be so careful about what we put in our bodies so careful and like just to give another example of that of like like a nicotine patch you know you put yes. it on your skin and it gets absorbed the point is it gets absorbed into your body mm -hmm. and so it's like yeah it's it is it's crazy i remember going through when i was doing my chemo treatments there was yeah it was like i could smell the chemo and i could smell like actually uh, like i was at a, a a doctor's appointment the other day for uh, my husband and there was a, a fluid that they were using. And I was like, oh my God, it like took me right back to, to all the chemo. I'm like, I can taste it. Like I could like, just because of my body's like reaction to doing it, it was so crazy. But no, that is like, I, that's a, th a thing that I just love to help people do too, is just help to get their body back to the way they want it to be back to that overall wellness and, you know, flushing those toxins out of their kidney, flushing those toxins out because, you know, you are going through an extreme thing, but even the, you know, everyday person like my, you know, myself now, now that I'm done going through all the treatments, like we're exposed to toxins every day, you know, in our food, in the air, in our clothes, and, you know, in medications that we've taken for different reasons. And so to be able to help flush that all out and just give your body some support, I love to coach people through a 30-day healthy living and beyond that just helps them with pairing that clean, healthy eating together with flushing their body, you know, those toxins out and just that overall wellness and getting you on track for health for life and just, you know, being the healthiest version of you, which looks different for everybody, but you know. Absolutely. But the thing is, is now that, well, because we share as twin mamas, now yes, that I have my twins and I'm about to be 41 years old and I see my parents aging and they're aging beautifully, like they do not look their age. They are active. They are fun. They are healthy. I mean, my mom has type 2 diabetes, but has done some things in her diet and in her exercise to where she doesn't have to take insulin shots. She doesn't have to do any of that. And it's really, it's setting a good example, not only for my kids, but for myself, because I want to 
be here for my kids. I want to be a GG one day. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I want to look good while doing it, darn it. Without, yes. without somebody cutting me open. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's the thing is like when you flush those toxins out of your body, it really is amazing how different your body is. And like when you're eating healthy and when you're doing all that, because your body can you know, heal itself and it can do so much. It's, our bodies are meant to heal if we give them the tools to do it. And, and like you said, the example you're setting for your kids too. I mean, that's a big one for me. And I've really started noticing that like my kids like healthy foods. They like the protein shakes that we make. They like the broccoli. They like salmon. They like the healthy foods that we make because that's what we do. And they see us eating it. It's more so about them seeing you do what you're doing than telling them what they're doing. My, my, uh, my son Mason was laying in the bathtub the other day and he's, and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, mommy, I'm meditating. <gasps> and I was like, I love that. Oh like he doesn't really even know what, knows what that means yet. But at the same time, he sees me meditating every day. And so like, you know, he knows that that's what you do. You quiet your body and your mind. And so it is so true. Like what we are learning about ourselves and what we're implementing in ourselves, it's people around are watching, whether it's your kids, whether it's your spouse, whether it's, you know, and so to be able to, yeah, have that impact. Absolutely. Awesome. The impact. Yes. I mean, whether it's your, like you said, whether it's your kids or a neighbor or someone else or a friend on Facebook, when you see people making positive changes in your life, naturally your brain goes, I want that. And I've always encouraged people start with the brain only because, you know, diets for me, because I have an eating disorder, do not work. Fasting for me, which I tried last week, y'all, and failed, did not work. But I realized it was because of a couple things. One, I shouldn't be doing that stuff because I have an eating disorder. And two, my mindset was not on point or on par. I was going to say point and par at the same time. <laughs> it was not on point. And until you have that positive, you know what, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm not going to do this because somebody on Facebook posted, I lost 144 pounds. I'm, I'm going to do this for myself. And I think that is what's so important. And then you'll see your kids incorporate these healthy practices. I noticed in this pandemic, that my daughter, who is very athletically built and muscular, was eating more. And so I started watching her and I was like, are you hungry? And she was like, not really. And I'm like, we don't eat when we're bored. Like she was already picking up an unhealthy habit. So I yeah. had to explain to her why we don't eat when we were bored. We eat when we have those physical cues. And so in a way, certain things about this pandemic have been a blessing because our children are seeing healthier eating in order to stay healthy from COVID-19, which my son brings up on a regular basis. And on top of that, they're seeing, am I grazing the kitchen every hour or am I doing something else? whether that's doing my podcast or doing some exercises or sitting out back. It was very eye-opening for me because it was just another reminder of how close those kids are watching us. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, Mason's in the bathtub doing meditation. So (laughs) I love that. I just love that. I'm going to tell Landon that if Mason at four can do it, he can do it. (laughs) He did see a garden gnome yesterday that was sitting crisscross applesauce with its hands out on its knees and goes, mommy, look, it's the sign of peace. And I'm like, yes. Yes, you need to do that more. I like more. <laughs> no, but it's so I cool. Do. I mean, just that awareness that, you know, he's starting to pick up on that and, and what we can do. But yeah, I mean, it's these little things that, and you're right, if, if we can start taking this time to just think about what we're doing for ourselves, yes. that naturally is going to, you know, flow over to everyone around us. Because it is true. Your mindset is is huge. I mean, if you aren't really thinking about, like you said, doing this for yourself and for your own health and what your own goals are. Like, just like you said, like, I want to be around for my kids' kids. Like, like that's, that's empowering. And, and it's not, to me, it's not about diets because those don't work. It's about, it's about learning what fuels your body and nutrients and what, you know, what that is so that you can be on track for life of knowing how to continue to do that. But yeah, the mindset goes right along with it. Because if you're not in the mindset, um, but then it feeds each other, which is the cool thing. So once yes. you can be like, okay, I know I want to be here for my grandkids, so I got to get going. Yes. And then once you get going, then you're going to start to get that energy from that gut health. And I tell people, I'm like, usually around day seven to 10 with this 30-day healthy living and beyond, uh, where people are kind of getting everything together in order. I'm like, you will be, you will be amazed at your energy and just how you're feeling overall. Well, your overall well-being because your body is like, ah, I'm getting what I need. Yes. Yes. It is amazing. And I want to tell you listeners, Amy, I, or Amy, wow. It's that kind of day, Emily. It's all right. It's really that kind of day. Emily, I want to tell you that I hooked your healthy living with Arbon Facebook group to recovering mentally crew. Oh, awesome. If you guys need to want to are ready to do this and want to talk to Emily about it. You do not have to get your masters in nutrition and dietitian. No. You can talk to Emily. And there's a way to find her and the way to find her is on mentally recovering crew Facebook group. And you will see Emily's VIP nutritional Arbon page under our recommended groups and just click there and connect with her. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Yes. I would love to talk to you about whatever it is, your, your skincare, your health or whatever, or if you just want to learn more about the mindfulness practices, whatever it is, I love to have conversations about it. So thank you, Jesse, for doing that. That's awesome. No, thank you. Thank you for being here. Yes, of course. I would talk for hours about I know. This. Me too. The mind body skin connection is just like fascinating and amazing. And the fact that it's something we can actually do, you know, do something about, I think is the big thing too, because it's not like, you know, the more we learn, the more we can empower ourselves. So it's so cool. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming. We're definitely going to have you back on because not only are we going to talk about holistic health, but Emily doesn't know. I'm about to call her out on our special education teaching days. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. I can help with that too. 
I love it. There's so many of us that have our hands in so many different knowledge pots. It's so great. It's, it is so great. It is so great. Well, thank you so much. And you guys, again, to find Emily, go to Recovering Mentally Crew group, Facebook group page, and you can find Emily and connect with her at any time. Emily, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Have a good day, everybody. Well, you guys, that's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you go out in the world this week and be the badasses and authentic selves that you are because you are amazing. Do not hesitate to hit review and let us know what you need to hear because that's the goal. We're here for you. We are recovering mentally together. See you soon.